Hey there, Pants People. Uh, Steven here. Just want to say real quick before the episode, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for being here. We love you. Enjoy the episode. It is almost, almost Halloween. Halloween started a month ago. What? Well, okay. September first. Even worse, because when this comes out, when this comes out, this is gonna be halfway through October, which means it's very close to Halloween. Okay, so a month and a half ago. Yeah. Well, that's true. I I agree. Thank you. Halloween. I love Halloween. I love Halloween. It's time for Halloween hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. You guys ready for hot take? Yeah. What's your hot take? Let's see. The best Halloween movie. Of all time. Oh, God. Is. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Wolfman. Hot take, hot take, hot take, hot take, hot take. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know it. It's a good fucking movie. Uh, you know I watched it this okay. Halloween. So, you got a hot take for me? Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. I'll oh, Ernest. Okay. Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, I like Ernest. I know Ernest. But, but let me say this, David. Yeah. You have recommended movies to me that yeah. I thought were stupid before. I hear you. The Puss in Boots you. movie. How I, I, fucking I, dare relax you, Relax and let me speak. Okay. I knew for certain that the Puss in Boots movie was going to be stupid and a waste of time. But I watched it and I really enjoyed it. There you go. So There you go. See? So now when, you, now when you recommend stupid sounding movies, I'm going to at least consider them for a moment before I think, wow, I'll never watch a fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. <laughs> you know, just, all right. Just, all right. Clear your minds. Clear your minds for a second, right? Mind's clear. You're in space. All right. <clears throat> How do you do? What's up with you? Little brother, Mr. Hyde. How come you're howling at the moon tonight? Okay. Now you got to watch the movie. Is this supposed to, be, to make now me you gotta want watch, to watch the you movie? Gotta, you got to watch the movie. That was... Yeah. 
It's a good fucking movie. Give hot me your own Halloween hot, hot takes. What do you got? Hot take, hot take, hot take. Hot take, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I fucking love candy corn. Wow, that's that's bold. Dude, candy corn. Same. Okay, but all right. Circus peanuts though. They're it's, garbage, right? N- no. Yeah, no, no, no. No. I'm not a, Darn, I don't know. Come on. Candy corn's terrible. Candy corn and circus but here's the thing. No, okay, no, here's all right. the thing. Hot take, hot take, hot take, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> what do you got? I, I love both candy corn and circus peanuts. But no matter how much I'm craving them, both of them are only things that I can only eat a few of. Oh, a handful. Before I'm like, that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'm sick of them for however long, and then I get the craving again and I have a few more. Oh, the pumpkins, but though? It's, the candy corn pumpkins? It's terrible. How That's, delectable are those? They are, but it's almost too much in one bite. Well, yeah, you have like Halloween three salad. or four yeah. of them. True. Yeah. True. Like, yeah. Did you say Halloween salad? Yeah, Halloween salad. It's candy corn, circus peanuts, and pumpkins. It's a big My bowl. teeth hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking uh, about this. That's dreadful. That's terrible. You guys are awful. Any more hot takes? Halloween hot takes? Hot take, hot take, hot take? No, I think I spilled all of my Halloween stories last year. <laughs> It's a little scary this year. Let's go to a, a haunted mine or a radio tower. A, a, Ooh. Yeah, haunted beach. I don't that sounds fun. Are radio towers haunted usually? I don't know. It's probably a cool place. Can you can turn on the radios and the ghost will talk? I don't, feel, I don't fucking know. Oh, Dude, I, I would do that. Yeah. I, think I, yeah. would, I think I would do that in my house if I was like, when I'm getting ready to move out. I don't so want to. You know. I don't want to like bring. It might the ghost that leave. You're gonna rent the house. Well, <laughs> gonna, it's your problem now, tenants. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Maybe I'll just suck it up and try it. I want to hear ghosts talk in my house. I want to get a little, Ooh. you know, the recorder, mm-hmm. the little white noise machine. I think that's supposed to help. I don't know. I've watched ghost mm-hmm. things a couple times on they the can, TV. They can communicate. I know, yeah, they can communicate. Yeah, exactly. I know a haunted house. I know a real haunted house. I know a real haunted house. My house on Parker Road. Remember my house? Yeah. House was haunted as shit. My, would you have doors closing and opening randomly throughout the night? No shit. I saw it. I was very young, so I can barely, barely remember, but I saw it. And I freaked the fuck out, and my buddy Harrison to go turn on the lights to like stop me from freaking out. But it was in the hallway outside my room. The door was open. My sister saw it. My grandfather, badass war veteran, mega, mega hero. Trust the man with any, any word he says is, is gospel. He saw it. Before, he saw the ghost in the kitchen. Before you get too into it. I'm very into it. So excited. What? We should do like yeah. a ghost story night. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Because I, I got some ghost Dude, stories too. Just, go, oh, to, just go to one of the camping spots there. Light up a fire. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Get a couple videos for the Insta. Fantasy Pants Ghost Stories. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Fantasy, Fantasy Pants Ghost Stories? <laughs> I'm so hip. You sound so hip. Fantasy Pants Ghost Well, right. come on. We're going to put it on the back burner. We're going to think about it. We're going to think about Fantasy Pants Ghost Stories. We're going to call it shit in your pants. I'll say wet your pants, but both oh. are good. Both are good. <laughs> Better than Stevens. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean title of the thing, Fantasy Pants Ghost <laughs> no. Stories. You, you no, said but your it, piece. it now has to be like, it, it's got to be wet your pants. Okay. So, so, hold on. For real, though? For real? When does this episode come out? Wet your pants. I don't know. In two weeks? We're piddling our pants. Uh, the, uh, 17th. No, that's not quite. Uh, yeah, that's in two weeks. Holy two shit. Two weeks is the 17th. I'm a genius. So, Jeez. I mean, we'll, wow. we'll ask our discord first because, um, they're fun and special and have easy <laughs> access to us. <laughs> this fucking guy. Everybody else who's He's not on, on the discord. On Everybody else who's not <laughs> on the discord. <laughs> once this comes out, <sighs> let us know if you want to hear some ghost stories. Also, what do you think we should call it? Just slaps his discord server. This beauty here. <laughs> Uh, holy shit. Okay. All right. All right. Enough hot takes. 
How about some Dungeons and Dragons? How about some Dungeons and Dragons? Hot take, hot take, hot take. You're going to die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be a hot take. That might be. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this thing. So, Jeremy, Hyena Crispin, 15 HP. Ooh. I mean, Ooh, then he reverts. That's rough. Then he reverts back to regular that's pretty rough. Crispin, who's got, you know, yeah. some HP. Oh, geez. Um, Arholon, 16. What the fuck? Yeah, so. Uh, uh, Dance is down to. Yeah, Jules is still full at 19. We're all under 20. Wow, this is pretty scary, actually. Yeah, this is pretty nasty. Oh, yeah, Dance is at four. Oh. Wow. Okay, we got to pull some shit out of our hats here. Yeah. This is not good. Even worse, when we pick up now in this session, we pick up on my turn. Well, kind of, sort of. Ish. Kind of, sort of, ish. Sure, 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 sure. So let's... You've been seeing this figure from afar, from the shadows, kind of popping out from this sort of back area of the pub, striking at you here and there with crossbow bolts, and then do diving back in to sort of reshroud himself. And now, as we stand here, as you guys kind of prepare yourself to to engage on him, getting some ready action set within range of the door you've seen him peering out of, you're waiting for a moment, waiting for him to strike, and 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 and. As you're kind of waiting, Crispin's over there, uh, terrorizing one of the boys. The boy screams out for help. And the pooch, dropping the crossbow, dropping his sort of uh, ambush tactics, comes running out to strike with his gauntlet blade, his pata on arm, and moves in, sees Arhalon immediately outside the door, and goes to strike at him with a flurry of swift attacks. Before you do your aid actions, real quick, give me a quick uh, uh, perception check. Ooh, okay. Uh, Jules and uh, oh. Arhalon. Arhalon. Give me a hot sec here to figure out. You guys are focusing on him, what so. What that's going to be. Uh, Jules got a 13. Okay. 11 on the die plus 2. Uh, 13. Cool. Uh, also, real quick, uh, who had Bardic Inspiration? Oh, no, I didn't I didn't cast it on anybody. No, yes. no because yeah, I everyone don't has have blessed, any. Though. Never mind. Bless. That's, that's what I'm thinking. We have bless. Yes, yeah, and that's going to last uh, four. It's been about four rounds now. So it's going to last for another another after six after rounds. I cast Tasha's single digits for Arhalon. Okay, uh, Jules. Though you actually get high enough, as the pooch appears, your eyes are drawn to the armor he wears. Um, you see a set of dark studded leather armor. Shit. It's got like a black sort of base layer with rough gray pauldrons, bracers, and greaves. Uh, the make of it is sort of foreign to Tythos, as you would know, like, you know, your, your sort of uh, armor you're used to seeing. Uh, but it does have these sort of signatures of Taib, showing in the rippling patterns of magical inscriptions sewn into the set. It looks maybe like magical armor. Great. Cool, 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 Great. cool. Great. So you, ca- you clock that. As he runs out. Okay. Now, here's one more thing to bring up before we get into this. Mm-hmm. I did not, I, I, I kind of got excited for the pooch to get out there. I had one of my guys step out in this sort of block of my, uh, my, of my turns to shoot at dance. I did not have him cunning action, go back in and hide again. Will you, my players, allow me the courtesy of having my hand still on that particular chest piece, being able to move him back, hiding as I would have yeah, you'd do it for us, so. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I just want one saying that I didn't play the characters right. So that figure, that shot dance does vanish again. And the pooch steps out. You told me a little bit about what you want to do here. And I actually think it's a lot cooler to drop it all right now. Tell him what's going on because you have a big strategic decision to make here. I think it's really awesome. Mm-hmm. So 
Why don't you guys tell me your plan? All tell right. them your plan. So, Jules and Arhalon both have a rated action. Jules' rated action was to cast Hideous Laughter. Yep. Um, Arhalon's was to attack. So that's two swings from Arhalon. Like you said, with disadvantage. Yes. So our sort of conundrum is which to do first. Do we cast Tasha's first, which would then enable Arhalon to attack without disadvantage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he would take damage, the pooch would take damage and be uh, uh, out of hideous laughter, be able to get back up and go about his business. And I will say, uh, because Hideous Laughter does, it, it says by rules, uh, at the end of your next turn, or at the end of your turn, you get to sort of recover. I'm a, I, I don't sure, I'm not sure if it's next turn or your turn, but I'm just going to say that it says this it, turn... It says at the end of every turn. End of every turn. I'm going to say that for this turn, since you're doing as a reaction on his turn, it would feel really shitty for him to just immediately roll to get back up. He's going to have one save this round. He will not get the next save till next round, unless you attack him, because I want to add more right. weight to this decision. If you attack him, he gets another save with advantage to mm-hmm. recover. Holy Here's shit. Here's the big thing. He came out here to attack. If you drop him with hideous laughter, he's incapacitated and prone. That means he can't attack. If you break the hideous laughter, he's still prone, which means he can attack mm-hmm. at disadvantage. Right. And if he has moved less than half of his movement speed... He can stand up from prone and attack as normal. You don't know how far he's moved. You haven't seen him. You don't know where he was back there. I do. So you're gambling partially on how much he's already moved this round. All right. So here's why I think Arhalon should attack first, and then Jules should cast Hideous Laughter. Ooh. I mean, I'm in agreement with that, so. Okay. But let me talk it out anyways, because now... It's no, a, just go and do it. Now it's a cliffhanger. No. I so, you no. should do the other thing. A couple things. Dance says. Huh? Dance disagrees. Oh, well, let me explain to you, Dance. <laughs> me, Steven. Okay. Why I think this is how it should go. First of all, I am up to my oh, eyeballs and buttons. Oh, that's right. I've got four buttons. Oh, yeah. Second of all, after this turn of the pooches, where we beat them up, guess who's next? Jules. Mm-hmm. Guess who's after Jules? Arhalon. Oh, we can get the best right. of both worlds. Right. right. Arhalon can attack first, then Jules can cast hideous laughter. Hopefully, he goes down. On Jules's turn, Jules can do as long as he doesn't do damage to the pooch. Then, after Jules's turn, on Arhalon's turn, he'll be able to attack with advantage or without wow. without disadvantage. Okay. All right. Then with that, I've stepped into view. I've activated your rated actions. I need two attacks from Arhalon at disadvantage. All right, without on the pooch in his magical studded leather armor. Good luck hitting me. Look at that furrowed brow. Oh, sorry, I was just reading uh, his reaction here. I, I guess I missed that before. Um, anyways, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got parry. That's nice. You don't have it this round because you're using his reaction right well, now. Well, right, and also he's not being attacked. Really, he's gonna. Mm. Um, okay, so. On this first attack, I'm going to hit the mic cord and then <laughs> give you a button to negate disadvantage on this attack. So it'll be a straight up D20 plus six. Yeah, plus six to hit. Natural one. Oh, man. Natural oof. Oh, man. Okay. Um, now the question is... 
Do I use another for the second attack? Or do I just roll with disadvantage? I think this has to work. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. I think this has to work. Yeah. Give me all your buttons. That puts it down to two buttons, which means if some one of your characters drops, you can no longer roll an auto 20 on your death save to come back up. Well, I'm going to roll an auto. 14. 14 misses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm Oof. out two buttons. Oof. Damn. Damn, damn. Damn, any damn, damn, damn. I mean, you're dealing with this this true veteran of a bloody, bloody civil war. Uh, the blade comes at him so quickly, and yet the pooch just sort of dodges, weaves. Arlon, I mean, he's only got the one good arm right now to strike with. His 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 power, his speed, so cut, so awkward. And that's going to be Jules, because the pooch steps in. <sighs> arm goes back with a gauntlet for the pata. He's going to hit you real hard, real bad, real fast. What are you going to do, Jules? Oh, actually, it's, it's my save, isn't he, it? Where, he, he's still in the, he's, hang on, he's still in the doorway, right? Yeah. Can I see the map? Okay, so I'm more than five feet away from him, so if I move away... You're fine to move he away. He won't get an AWOL. Okay. It's, and it's, right now, it's not your... It's, it's your, yeah. You're doing hideous laughter. True. It's, it's, true, your, true, it's true. Your, uh, yeah, true. your reaction. You're casting it? Or not reaction. I have to. Rated action. True. Okay. That was, that was my rated action. True, true. Okay. So I'm casting Tasha's his laughter. Uh, wisdom save... I'm going to give you two buttons for disadvantage oh, on this. Man, we're spending big tonight. Whoa. I mean, do we really expect anything different? Because how this always works out is he he gives us, us a benevolent bounty of buttons and, and then, then forces we, us yeah. to use them four all the next episode. Four buttons in the first four minutes or so. That's Seriously. great. Give and then we wait, and then we wait six episodes to get Ooh. more. Yep. Oh, you're never getting buttons again. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here we go. How does... Uh, 17 probably passes, right? It's a damn good thing that second roll was a three on the okay, die. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. He goes down just wow. like, holy shit. The pooch is... <laughs> Drops to the ground, writhing, laughing as Arhalon's uh, blades miss. He just drops down, kicking, patting, clatting against the floor. And as um, he does that, Jules looks over to Arhalon and says... Arhalon, he suited up with magic. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I'm not doing anything. That's it. That's it. That's my turn. I forgot my bless. Uh, roll it. I did. It was a three. What would that be? 17. 17. You gave me a little leeway earlier this episode. I know. So I'm going to tell you right now, a 17 exactly hits. All right. No, that's Honestly, cool. We take those. You gave me a leeway. I think I, 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 think I need leeway. to take it's it. It's a give and take in this place. I think I need to take it. Give me the damage. Give me the damage. That's what we're doing I'm here. I'm putting my, my blessed die on my laptop so I don't forget that it again. That bless is going to be that fe- thing I would have missed, and the laughter strikes him, and he stops, like, his dodge is cut, and he starts laughing, and then you k- hit him right there. And I'm, I imagine being incapacitated probably means that I can't use uncanny dodge, huh? I'm assuming that's the case, so I'm not cutting this in half. Uh, that's 11. 11 damage. It's pretty damn good. Okay. The guy Oof. hits big when he hits. 2d6 plus 4. That's not That's, that's, that's not too that's shabby. Huge. That's huge. Okay. Uh, yeah, solid. So he gets cut uh, as he drops down laughing. The spell kind of fully takes hold. He's on the ground writhing, laughing, and now, Jules, you are up for realsies. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now it's your turn. Good move. Good. I mean, that would have been that would have dropped Arhalon. That's, I think so, it was last time. Yeah. Three attacks. Yeah. Right. So he's incapacitated, so he, can't, I, he won't get an AOO on me. No, no, he will not. Fuck yeah. He will not. But if you hurt him, he if gets advantage damage, on a save. Yeah. 
Right, right. I gotta try to hurt him. Well, Arhalon's up after you. Yeah. And he'll have we, we, two we, attacks we, yeah. to... I will we, say we there's could... another enemy you can see that Crispin in hyena form is currently like attacking in the chairs, Where's and that's at? pretty close to you. Uh, he Where did is... he end up going to? Was that the one with... Uh, that's this guy. He's about 35 feet away from you right now. Here's something I can... I'll throw this out here, too. You can stack up advantage to the point where you have one level advantage, right? And the help action does exist. You could move in and perform the help action to give Arhalon advantage on top of this hmm. guy already giving him advantage. So you are, you are, I'll just roll normal, he'll roll advantage in this next round. That's pretty damn good. It's also a risk, because that gets it jewels up and close. Gets jewels up and close. Well, what if I just move up behind Arhalon? I think that would work. So he's between us. Let me look up the help action real I was fast. Say, I literally I was like, used it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I must be within five feet of the enemy to perform the help action, but I'm trying mm. to decide. I don't know if that means you can just do it and then walk away. Well, you can yeah, I mean, creature and place as long as he doesn't use all his movement, right? Okay. No, I'm doing. Alternatively, you can aid a friendly creature in attacking a creature within five feet of you. You faint, strike a target, or in some way team up to make your allies' attack more effective. If your ally attacks your target before your next turn, the first attack roll is made with advantage. Jewel stands over the pooch and just points. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it doesn't say you have to be within range when the attack happens. It just says in order to perform the act, you do you do the help action when you're within five feet. So I think you could do it and yeah. then step back behind Arhalon. Yeah. Right. Okay. Who, who's after Arhalon? Uh, that is going Crispin. to be Crispin. Top of the order. Who's after Crispin? Dance. Dance. And then it's the bad guys. Hear me out. Uh huh. I'm going to go to Dance and Cure Wounds. That's probably a She's, fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah, that's good. She's that's only good. at four right now, and yeah. she puts out a lot of damage. Yeah. So that is what I'm going to do. Okay. So scrap all scrap all that. Yeah, uh, that's... Sorry, guys. No, that's but fantastic. That's, that's probably the that's best That's what I'm going to do is that Jules is moving over to Dance. And it's five-year feet level two, level two Cure Wounds. Yeah, pretty much everybody's low. Dance right. is standing is on the bar. Thing. So you just reach out. Touch a hand to her ankle as you're kind of like down on the floor, and whoo, immediately see her. This light envelops her. Her wounds begin to heal. She breathes a heavy sigh of relief. Two d8 plus four. That's good oh, stuff. Oh man, that's good stuff. And she gets healed for 17, which means she's back at full. That's clutch. In that is clutch. No, 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 no. She's not. Two down, but still, yes. 17 is great. 17 is that's wonderful. incredible. Um, yeah, her wounds were bad before. This thing had struck her like like stripping open a wound right between her shoulders kind of like around you know, by her neck and that just uh, seals up magically and she just looks down at you. I got you. I got you. Thank you. Now stay low. Let me do my part. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Jules was going to kiss her forehead and then <laughs> run toward Crispin more but actually no I don't want to be exposed in front of this thing. You're in a pretty safe spot. Yep. Yeah. So, no, that's 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 Jules's turn. All right. Forehead kiss will come later. She's <laughs> too high up anyway. She's in a bar. Um, all right. So, that's Jules. You're hanging out. She's uh, now healed, and that brings us back to Arhalon. This guy. <laughs> no, my boys. My boys. <laughs> all right. Man, this, this has to work. I, I, I just can't use more buttons, though. Right? I can't. No. No, no, no. Plus six. Single roll. Single roll. Here we go, baby. What do you got? Oh, shit. It's 17, though. So it's like a little worse than 50-50. All right. We're rolling. We're rolling. Ah, okay. First one's an eight. So that's a no-go. It misses, but you still have 
Um, a second hit. Yep. Oh, wait, yeah. 17, so it's not going to make it anyway with your bless. Oh, no, you're not blessed oh. anymore. No, never mind. I cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter. That oh, broke, that, that, that good catch. Good hey. catch. Hey. Thank wow, you. Wow, okay, yeah. You Ooh. know what? I love that catch. Take a fucking button over Thank that you. catch. Hey, Thank there you. we go. There are multiple combat buttons. You know Thank what? You. Screw it. Take this button. All right, that's a 13. That'll hit. Sweet. We got That'll one hit? in. Okay. We got one in. Man, this whole thing feels like kind of garbage when we only got one hit in after all of this. But I mean, we're stayed, this guy doesn't we're, look. We're, yeah, super we're set tanky. up better than we were. Right. At the start, I, I mean, with the exception of Arhalan. Yeah. Okay. So two d six plus four. Here we go. Thirteen. Oh my gosh, you're doing good damage. Uh, the pooch is looking already pretty rough. Okay, Only that's 70 great. more to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna make a save with advantage. Pass. Shit. First was a five on the die. Second was a nineteen. No, he... that fails. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh... Oh, you're in for it now, buddy. Oh boy, yeah he is. The pooch is gonna give you a smooch of death. Don't like that. I'm sorry. That's worse than Mesmer Eyes. <laughs> Don't like it. Uh, Mesmer Eyes was great, you know it. Okay, Jeez. that's Arhalon. Uh, the pooch is still on the ground prone though for this round. Yeah. So every attack on him is at advantage. And that's Crispin. Okay. Sweet. Okie doke. All right, here we go. Uh, bite, plus five to hit. Ooh. That's eighteen. Okay. So, 2d6 plus 3. Was that first one a 2 or a 3? A 2. A 2, yeah. yeah. 3, 5, 8. 8, eight okay. damage. You see he sort of rise out of the way behind the leg as you go into strike. Again, it would have been a vital strike, but it uh, doesn't quite fully go through. Oh, that's right. How's he looking? Very bad. Damn. Very, very bad. Is it possible to have gotten him that turn? I mean, you don't have to say that. Maybe. I was Maybe. just, I was just thinking. I'm like, damn, I really want to do uh, rampage, and then jump over to, uh, okay. to the pooch. Oh, okay. Multi attack as a, as a hyena. No, he does not. Gotcha. Okay, but you get that. Claw, you get a good claw strike, and he's looking like he's. Uh, it was a bite attack. <laughs> he had a good bite, and uh, he's looking like he's on death's door, pretty much. And again, just ah, pooch, the pooch, help, help. Um, and that's going to be dance. All right, so. The pooch is still on the ground. Still on the right? ground. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So how far is it over to him? Uh, 15 feet. Cool. Dance is going to go over and sit on top of him. She can actually go Hell yeah. on get the other side if flanking. you want to get uh, flanking with Arhalan. Yes. So she goes to the other side. She, she just jumps down. I think she looks over at Jules just like, now, watch me. And just like, just glides off the table. Which Jules is blushes f- as she goes by. <laughs> <laughs> It's pure twirling grace, lands on the ground, um, slides up next to the pooch on the other side of Arhalon, getting that flanking. The pooch is still recovering, still prone, and she can take... Three actions? Correct? Uh, you're gonna burn, three attacks? You've got key, two key points left. how many so do I have left? Two more left. So you want to burn yeah. another one and get three attacks? Well, can I roll my first two attacks and then decide if I want to use yes. a key point? Yes, you cool. can. Because that's what's going to happen. Hell yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So first attack, I'm going to get advantage. Oh, uh, you already oh, have right. it. I already yeah, have it. You're the advantage I and a bonus. Advantage. That's right. You yeah. can get that for another bonus, so it'll be like an advantage plus four, but that's a lot. So, so wait, so my so for my both my regular, any attack, all three attacks I can have advantage, and plus yeah. two. He's prone. Prone is nasty. I can't get up till my turn. I, I just can't. I don't want to play jewels anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jewel sets him up and Dance knocks him down. All right, here we go. First True attack. singer and dancer action. I love it. Yeah, first one's a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Ooh. Second attack. Uh, nope. That's only a 12. Okay. What's your What's your regular attack bonus? Oh, seven. Yeah, that's a 17 still. That still hits. That's 17 right. hits. Yeah. 17 exactly I thought hits. it was. Oh, 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 oh. Never mind. You do that third attack, or you want to do your damage first? All right. So let's roll some damage. 1d4 plus three for both of these. So that's 10 damage. Oh, man. And I'm also going to use a key point to take a third attack. Okay. Nice. I crit my pants. Yeah, <laughs> you Holy did. Shit. I crit my pants. Oh, yeah. I have, dude, oh, I have not shit. gotten a crit in... Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's it's been a minute. Been a it's, long been a time. Minute. it's been a minute. It's been a long time. Oh, man. Holy shit. Things are about to get critty. I mean, a good crit. I've got the bad crit many <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those... All right, that's 2d4 so, plus 3. Yeah, yeah. The pooch is not looking good. Shit. That's only 5. Oh, uh, minimum damage? It's minimum damage. Oh, my goodness. Minimum. Hey, oh, shit. Not nothing. Hey, yeah. And then Dance is going to use her remaining 15 feet to go back to where she was. Okay, just moves away, hops back onto the, onto the bar, and stands at the ready. All right. Oh, oh actually, that wasn't even the rest of her movement because she's got 40 feet. Yeah. Nice. I mean, she's still going back to the same spot, but... Okay, with that, that figure once again appears in the doorway. Gonna do the same thing. Steps out, cross a bolt on dance, steps back into hide. So here we go. Sneak attack. Yeah, that's hits with a 19. On who? Uh, dance. Great. Oh, wait. Sorry, a 16. I looked at the wrong stat block. Does that hit? Wait, say that again? Uh, 16 on dance. Yeah, that still hits. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Very shit damage. Uh, only going to be six damage on that one. Wow. Right. Nice. Yeah, really oh, bad. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. Really bad damage, damage. It. Uh, for a sneak attack. So she's like, get, gets back up there and is fully ready for it. When he steps out, fires again. This time she like moves out of the way. It just sort of grazes her. Uh, and he vanishes back. The pooch is going to stand up. Um, you didn't do the other boy's turn. Oh, yeah. Look at the boy. Thank you, sir. Time for the boy. Two attacks on Crispin. Uh, one's a 13, one's a 14 to hit. Both hit. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, that giant hyena has a low AC. Five damage, and then eight damage. Oh, boy. Oh, whoa. He's still in hyena form, but not by really? much. Wow. Yeah. So I, I wonder what it looks like. Like, are you almost like start like when like you're really low? Are you just like super injured looking in your form? Or are you kind of almost like half shifting? Like, what do you think that looks like in, 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 in this? I don't know. I'm just. It's kind of came to me. I'm curious. That's interesting. I like to think that yeah, the hyena looks injured because then when he when he drops out, he's back to Crispin with his full yeah HP pool. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, cool. So hyena's looking rough, real bad. Now the pooch is going, and the pooch is going to attack Arhalan. All right, here we go. Three attacks. I do not get a sneak attack on any of these or anything like that. So let's just let's just roll it. Let's roll it. Arhalan's AC is what? 16. Amazingly, only one attack hits. Oh, sweet. Wow. Okay. Amazingly, only wow. one hits. All yep. right. Uh, oh, man, I cannot believe. So the pata goes out blurring fast, but Arhalan, that old 
shield bear training kicking in. He just weaves out of the way of the first two attacks. The so third one hold strike. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What do you got? Arhuan has parry. His turn has passed. He now has reaction again. The, but the last line. Now this might just be flavor, but it says must have use of both arms. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! That's uh, just in the snap block I, I took it from. Never mind. It's ignore that for the, okay. the sake of Arhalan. All right. So then uh, he adds plus two to his AC. I'm not gonna take everything from Arhalan and be like, no, he's completely useless. He's he's got the training and he's got like full on dragon sure, strength. Sure. It's a it's a dragon strength in him. He's I, he's I heard that. very powerful. All right. So that makes his AC 18 then for that attack. What'd you hear? That he said that he gets a plus two for the AC. Last attack misses. <laughs> Holy shit. Last attack misses. <laughs> Holy shit. I was at 18. I was at 18 for the last one. It's no, working wait, out. Wait, wait. No, sorry, sorry. It was 17. I was plus 7, okay. 9. I was saying, no, 10 on the die. Attacker seven. wins on the tie. Right? It's helpful to say rolls out loud. Attacker wins the tie, right? She said it loud, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, let me replay the... It was a 17 to hit. Okay. So I do, I, I do not hit. Because you now have well, 16 plus 2 AC, which is 18, correct? Right. So I do not hit. Oh, That's for sure. Wow. 17. It was a 10 on the die, a plus 7 to hit. We, 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 yeah. can, we can end it this round. So yeah. he goes, well, I dodge the first around. two, yeah. and the last one's going straight for like his throat, and you just kind of see him very fast, like veins sort of bulging in his arm as he just like calls upon his draconic strength, whips up his greatsword, and ping, parries the pot of blade, which goes high. Hell yeah. Um, holy shit. All right, now it's a game. Holy shit. Unbelievable. Let's do this. That's Jules. So he can't he can't see the the boy that's closest to us. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, the boy? The boy that's closest. Yeah, the boy. The one that went for dance. Uh no, no that guy's he's gone. Hiding. You can't see him. He's that's, hiding that's, in the back. That's what I was asking if he was oh, okay. hit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you don't see him now. Yep. Okay. Cool. So in that case. Well, I stealth check. Yeah, you definitely don't see him. You super don't see him. God damn. Super don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> that boy's gone. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Jules is going to go over to try to help Crispin. Nice, nice, yeah. Finish that guy off. And he's going to... So he's going to go next to Crispin on his right side there. He's keenly aware of Dogface over there. Right side. I'm bad at that. Say north or whatever. <laughs> Can't do left and right. But yes, he's keenly aware of Dogface over there and wants to kind of make sure that he's got some space. <laughs> and then uh, I'm also going to cast Dissonant Whispers. Oh, shit. Onto that boy. So that's a wisdom save. Six on the die. Massive failure. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a save. It's not going to save. So, <laughs> I'm going to look at my bonus. So, okay. You're taking 3d6 psychic damage. Okay. Okay. Does he have three or less no. left? Damn possible I'll survive this and then have to run away and get AOO'd by the coyote <laughs> or, the, or the sorry the, the hyena <clears throat> hyena we're, we're done with coyotes in this show we're on to hyenas now more highbrow give me a hyena laugh again it's been too long nah damn it <clears throat> what'd you get <laughs> uh, that is 8 7 HP left yeah alright nice that boy is gone excellent He's just, uh, like, terrified. This hyena is snarling, and then just this fog suddenly comes wrapping around the table, wrapping around, sort of getting into his mind. He's, and just screams out, and you just kind of see him, like, with this look of terror on his face, just sort of fall back against the, the wood of the wall and go still. That's fucked up. 
Yeah, it's pretty brutal, you monster. <laughs> it's so satisfying, though. Yeah. It's satisfying. And I think like, you just hear like a howling, no! from the pooch. It's a weird noise. He makes weird noises. That uh, is a weird noise. And, uh, yeah. Edit that. Make that. A, give me an Emmy again. Um. <laughs> now I'm gonna throw that in post credits. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Jules' turn. That's sour, all he's gonna do. Sour beers, man. They get in you. All right, uh, that's gonna be Arhalon. All right, Arhalon's gonna go for his two attacks. Holy Disadvantage shit. now, though. Yep. You got buttons in there. You want? I'm not giving one. you any more fucking buttons. <laughs> First one, first roll is a one. So that attack, I'm not even gonna roll again. I'm on to the second attack now. All right, well, would have been a crit, but then I uh, rolled again, rolled a 12 on the die, plus a six, so 18. That'll hit. All right, 2d6 plus four. Oh boy. Here we go. 12. That's... Oh, yeah. I'm in trouble. Um, the Pooch is in a lot of trouble. He is looking really, really bad. Arhalon's just eyes glowing with these embers. Great sword just, like, slashing down furiously. Oh, this is bad. Um, this is really bad. Bad for the Pooch. Bad for the Pooch. All right for the party. That's Crispin. All right, yeah. Finish him. Crispin's going to look up at Jules. Is it to be like... Tanks. What do you actually say? <laughs> Coyotes don't growl. I'm just like so unsure about coyote noises. You're a, you're a hyena. Or sorry, hyena noises. You're a hyena. You were done with coyotes, remember? We're fucking done with them. Yeah, no coyotes tonight. God. We're on to hyenas. I'm Jules. so unsure about hyena noises. Jules now has a very quizzical look on his face. Yeah. And then he just says to him, Watch the armor. Because yeah, Jules is like, Hyenas don't growl. I don't think, right? <laughs> Okay, anyway. I mean, the whole trying to laugh thing is in the last episode, so... Yeah, yeah, trying, trying. <laughs> just cut it in, just cut it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Crispin's going to move up behind the pooch here. I want to say one thing to give this a little more uh, intensity. When you when the other one dies, I think the pooch just, like, screams out and then just says, No, Blue! Boja, hit the road! We're retreating! Ooh, retreating. Let's see if he gets that option, because the giant hyena is going to attack with a plus five to hit. 19 on the die. Once I get my roll 20, just crashed a little bit. David's busy reading, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's a much. hit. That's, <laughs> that's a hit. Um, yeah, okay. So you run up, the hyena runs up. And I'm going to roll my damage while David's still reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2d6 plus three. Fix roll, 20. roll 20 crash. I had to fix it up. Okay, we're back. We're back. Roll your damage. What do you got? Just nine damage. Nine damage on the poop. You just, you just called him the poop. <laughs> no, I just looked down, so I had nine HP left exactly. Oh, oh yeah, got him, holy shit! You just run up Ooh, and you see like I'm, I'm, he's preparing to cunning action. Just disengage and start booking it. Start running. He is planning on getting the hell out of there, and just like turns, sees this list, hyena coming, just like, oh, you can't keep this wild dog down. I'll be back for you. What? As this hyena just jimes over the fucking bar and just go lands in front of him and explain what happens. Explain what happens. What happens? Uh, the hyena, Crispin, the hyena grabs him right by the shoulder with his teeth and pulls him to the ground. Holy shit. So let me read Rampage to you one more time. 
when the hyena reduces a creature to zero hit points with a melee attack on its turn, the hyena can take a bonus action to move up to half its speed and make a bite attack. Does that mean that I have to make a bite attack at the end of that turn? So even, like, if I can't see somebody, how are we going to rule that? I'll let you run into the back and see if your passive perception will pick up the guy that's hiding. Okay, perfect. Giant hyena passive perception is, ooh, only 13. Only 13, okay. Um, You do not see the figure in that room. Bummer. But you are now back there. So you get that move, you can move back there. You're just kind of standing guard, looking around, eyes sharp, searching for the last remaining combatant. And that's the end of Crispin's turn. That's Dance. Uh, She's going to run back there, too. Okay. Which way are you going to go? She saw Crispin go in that door, so I think she's going to go in the other. If you want to burn your last key point, you can double your movement for a bonus action. Ooh. Yep. Well, because she has, doesn't she have 40 feet? Oh, she has 40 feet. Yeah, that's right. So 40, 40 feet will get her into the room, yeah, I think. It'll get, yeah, she'll get right in the doorway. That's that's as far as I yes. want to go. Okay, so you get in the doorway? Yeah. So Dance just drops down, charges, slides into the doorway, looks into the room. Uh, I'm sure her passive isn't higher than Crispin's nope. hyena, so, nope. uh, so she does not see the figure. Okay. Which means it's my turn. And on my turn, you see crossbow bolt or a crossbow comes out right beside you actually oh my god Crispin oh, right geez. from behind us there's a chair in this back room and you see kind of like the chair suddenly skids out as this figure stands up from behind the table crossbow in hand and drops it onto the tabletop raises his hands and says cool. please 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 mercy mercy and that will effectively end this combat awesome at this point, Dance and Arhalan are no longer under your control as we've left combat, but I want Jules and Crispin to make moves. Dance, I think, is going to hold at the door and kind of like kind of like move in to sort of, if he tries to get out, intervene. That's kind of her. She's standing at the ready. Yeah, I forgot. He's got an, he's got an hour of wild shape, so he's just going to he's gonna stand close to this guy with his fur up, just making sure that he's not making a move. He's kind of holding this guy in his position. Okay. Uh, Jules, what are you doing? You stand, so Crispin and Dance are now in the back room. Arhalan stands over the pooch, blood running down his greatsword. He's just staring down at the body, and he's got this almost grim smile. Jules uh, stays where he's at. <sighs> he dead? <sighs> oh, yes. He's dead. I want you to make me an insight check. No. That's a five. Okay. Yeah, uh, Arhalan just staying over the body breathing hard and staring down. Long time no see. He's not looking at you. Arhalan just looks around, his eyes scanning every inch of this main room. So, where is he? Hiding in the back, waiting to ambush anyone who leaves. Where? I know he doesn't leave your side. You're his favorite person in the world, right? Where is Zebulon? (laughs) I should have known he'd come in. Come after me. Get in my way again. Come on, Zeb! Come on out! Fine, then. There's one left, right? We should put an end to that. He raises his greatsword above his shoulders, blood running down the blade, running down the back of his chainmail. Soaking into his dark cloak. Arhalan, Zeb's not here. Did the boy finally see reason then? 
Huh. I didn't think it possible. Good. We're better off without him. You take that back. He gives you a quizzical look. His eyes just boring into you. Just two orange glowing spheres. You better take that back. Why? Where is my brother? Nobody told you? Told me? I've been here in the borderlands. Hunting scum. He's dead. He's fucking dead. His eyes go wide. They seem to lose some of their color, some of their intensity as he just stares for a moment. And then... (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course he's dead. Just smashes the bar, just his sword just goes down, wood sprays around him. <sighs> Tell me how <sighs> by saving a dozen lives. He died so that they could live. He died. He died. That's what matters. <laughs> I told him. I warned him when he fucked up. I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't save him. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> you were there with him. All this time, he's just, he was just trying to make you proud. Everything he was doing was for you. And because of you. Then he shouldn't have died, should he? Who killed him? You, Who? You would have done the same thing, would you not? He slowly rounds the bar. It begins to move up towards you. Jules stands tall. He shows no sign of being intimidated. Tell me, who killed my brother? He saved lives, right? From who? Roll an insight check. Crispin, you're aware of this. You're hearing it all. You can roll a check as well. Nope. Natural one on the die. Dance moves in to kind of like control the situation, maybe bind this remaining figure as Crispin starts to move in his high uniform back into the room. 16. You hear this, Crispin? At the back of the room, you're staring at Arhalon's back as he stands above Jules, this just massive, half draconic form. You can see it in the twitching of his fingers, in the shaking of his shoulders. And Jules maybe isn't aware of just how dangerous this is. Arhalon is different. You didn't know him before, but what you look at is is a hair trigger, a, a bomb about to go off. All but right. you're a hyena, so we don't care. Yeah, no, no, no. He's, <laughs> um, Crispin's going to fall out of wild shape. I'll give you a chance to make a move. Like, like from where you stand, but you probably won't be able to get all the way over there before Jules is about to make his statement. I think Jules is about to say something before I jumped in that, so I don't want to. Okay, that's fine. Then, then, sure, yeah, Crispin will. Unless that doesn't work, I can. I, I, I just, I don't want to feel like I interrupted like Jeremy to be like, hey, this happened. Then have you just, just? Is Jules ready to speak? Or I think so. 
Oh, let's 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 roll back. So you step into the room. You say let's 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 just to make this less muddied. Chris, you step into the room. I'll give you a chance. There's a moment of silence between the two of them. We'll say as you see this agitation. You see Jules is about to say something. Go ahead and make your move. Whatever you want to do. Um. Yeah. If, it makes if, more sense. if Jules is gonna say something, Crispin will fall out of wild shape and to the uh, and just and just step in the door. So he's out of the back room. He's come out that door where uh, the pooch is lying. Okay. And he's watching over this uh, interaction, conflict, whatever you want to call it. Both. I'll say you round you round the bar because otherwise your little rabbit ears will be sticking up over the. No, no, actually down because they're down your. You just wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. You're, you're behind a bar and you're yeah. tiny, teeny tiny rabbit man. Confloraction. <laughs> okay. So Crispin is standing at the back. Jules, you clock Crispin moving into the room. I clock him, but I don't turn my eyes over okay. to him. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. Maybe you can see the worried. Maybe you can see the worried expression on his face. I think you see that. You see there's something in his eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He makes it plain. Jacinth Kellig. The shield bearer. The one who hated you. He became something. Something I've never seen before. What do you mean? He changed. How? He turned into this dark thing move wherever he wanted get to whomever he wanted and Zebulon the hero the luminary put a stop to it we're all only here right now because of Zebulon because of his heart heart and his ideals that he shares with you his eyes flicker away from you for a moment he's just in thought I suppose I should get revenge. Kill the one that killed him. It's only right. It's only right. You know damn well it's not me. He smiles grimly at that. <laughs> was I so transparent? I'm, was, I'm... It was you. You let him into this life. He was safe beneath my wing. Until he met you, followed you, chose you over me. And on top of that, on top of that, his eyes flickered your hands. Crispin steps out from behind the bar. Ahalan, I'm sorry. If you need to blame anybody, blame me. Who are you? My name is Crispin, and I was tasked with protecting your brother. I'm sorry I failed. Then tell me, Crispin. Why is he still alive? If you want to protect Zebulon, shouldn't you have seen the sickness eating away at him by his side? Look at him. The demonic elements of his blood have grown stronger. I wondered what sort of heart could cultivate such malicious growth. You once called yourself a man of honor, Jules. Would a true man of honor not accept his death, seeing what he has wrought? You know what? What he is destined to become? I didn't ask for this. And if when the time comes, I gotta die to make this darkness go away everywhere, then I'm gonna fucking do it. But I'm not gonna do it until I know that what's in me is the last shred of it. I want you to make a persuasion check. With the help action? With the help action from Crispin. Remind me the help action. Advantage. Advantage, okay. This is a very, very important check. 
25. Arhalan's arm brings his sword down till the tip gently touches down onto the wooden floor. Very well. Then I will join you. If only so I can be the one to bring down the blade on the day we realize what must be done. I'll give you that. His eyes just close for a long moment. And this sort of guttural chuckle sort of plays in his throat. (laughs) Something between like a laugh and a sob. Deep breath. Smoking, flaming breath then. We have a mission to accomplish. We have to move before more hunters decide to come. Join me. I know where the child is. And he turns and moves to, like, the back rooms where you see there's a door on, like, the uh, the left. He opens up, moves downstairs into a small basement area. Yeah, there, there's no pause from Jules. He just immediately starts walking when Arhalan starts walking. Yeah, and Crispin follows, and when he passes by the door with the uh, the other boy, <laughs> dance Crispin, Crispin looks up at Dance and just says, Leave him. Okay, I have to, I tied him up. Do I untie him, or...? Please, please untie me. Someone will be here in the morning. He's like tied down to a chair and Dance just kind of shrugs and uh, starts following you guys. Wait, wait, no! Door closes behind her as you move downstairs. You step down into the basement of this pub, storage area that has uh, been turned into a makeshift camp. See, there's bits of rations um, that Arhalan's been working on. Uh, You see there's a small, like, hay-made bedding and uh, bloody, like, wraps and stuff they've been using to treat wounds, it looks like, down here. And you see there is a, like, full conspiracy-type board on the wall, images that are put up, scratched out in, like, charcoal, uh, a small map of the region. And actually, let's put you back on the map page on Roll20. Oh, real quick, actually, just because uh, this, I mean, you've seen this bar, right? Amazing bar, beautiful map. Uh, I can't wait to put this up online. It is so gorgeous. It made for such a great encounter. I don't know if did I show us on Pukey last time? Um, I don't remember, but... Oh, my goodness. What up, Rochelle? Yo, Rochelle, th- 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 it's honestly, beautiful. it's amazing. Look at this pub. It's so, it's huge. It's beautiful. Look at those back rooms. You see it all. It's awesome. Thank you for another map that we almost died on. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, actually, this also is... The basement area. Oh, Look the at that. basement. Look at Shit, that. we didn't get basement. to the basement nice. yet. Okay, so that's cool. a little hay made room in the back there. Nice. That first room you step down, and there's a whole conspiracy wall, and the, you know this other stuff's kind of largely untouched. But yeah, so I mean, like, I never got to use the basement, but look at this basement yeah um i think i think we're i think we're posting some of the maps and stuff like that but if you guys want to see uh like the manor map rochelle on her instagram page is posting the videos of her actually drawing it dude it's unreal it's It's unreal it's like watching a print just like seeing her hand the way it sketches out every detail the floor i i lost my shit uh it's it's so cool so one word sound pukey girl just like it sounds Go check her out. Hell yeah. Let's go on a less cool map from the book. Sorry, book guys. <laughs> um, Damn, okay. back to these boring ma- book maps. Look at these boring book maps. No color, no character. Nothing customized about them at all. Yeah, they suck. I'm going to puke. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys are great. I love you guys too. <laughs> so Arhalan steps down to the room as you guys move down. He's just like... You see his eyes are burning with just a different kind of determination. Just like you said before that you're like, this is your mission now. This is how you push on and forget. 
Arhalan is pushing on. Arhalan is trying to forget. He just walks over to the wall. His claws are tapping on images of the map. I came here to recover my strength and to think, to plot. When I first heard of the child, I came upon the hunters by incident. I'd heard people asking around about a half-orc child recent to the world. I thought, maybe good Samaritans like myself. <laughs> then I found the posters. And so I realized the best thing I could do for this boy was to kill all those that came after him. So I set myself to the borderlands and began my own little hunt. The first group I came upon was just north of the city. They assumed, as would make sense, that the child had moved towards signs of civilization, catching the old road between Pontezuela, the hollow, as the locals now call it, the place near to where the child was last seen and into Sansatian City. They had initially planned on pushing eastwards, as the information had indicated they should, but the threat of Etna attacks had leashed them closer to the city than they wanted to search. Once they were dispatched, I moved farther east, catching a group that had been around from the start, the first ones on world, perhaps. They had pushed east immediately from Hollow, traveling to the various farmsteads that hug the base of the Rusinor Peaks that jut off to the north. He points to like the mountain range, kind of uh, from where you are to the west, that shoot off far north off the map. The soil there is apparently quite good, so a number of small farms have cropped up at the borderland's edge. Though they aggressively interviewed each family on the path, none had seen this child, so they said. But I thought the best place to start my own investigation was there. So I went back to the farms once the men were dead, and I asked my own questions. Unfortunately, the farm closest to Hollow had been recently destroyed. The owners sadly killed. Now, this wasn't mentioned by the hunters. It had to have been done within the last two days after they'd had their initial search. My assumption is it was likely done on the night prior, as the dinner table had been set and untouched. I found the bodies of the family members. I did what I could for them. Seven graves. But it didn't sit right. I was quite thorough in my search. Seven graves. Taps like seven times. Seven bodies. Yet the table was set for eight. Other farmers nearby confirmed two things for me. The family, the Cabrals, had only seven members living at the farm. And... This killing was most certainly the work of a local Etten. Apparently they roam around unorganized, in the Riznar Peaks. Occasionally they are drawn to the smell of cooking food or the sounds of cattle at the farmsteads. They've been known to partner with Peritons in the mountains, using them to scout the desert for vulnerable targets. They also say this sort of murder spree is rare, but not unheard of. These Ettons apparently do not generally care for the taste of humanoid flesh. I had planned to turn back, to find some sort of tracks into the mountains, to follow. But then I was ambushed by a third group of hunters. Though I killed them, the battle took its toll. I knew I needed to find somewhere to lay low and to rest. I had stirred up some ire in the underground bounty hunting community. Turns out, killing the scum, yeah, they don't much, don't much like being murdered themselves. <laughs> a pity. 
but that's where I'm at. I believe, I don't know the motive, I don't understand it, but if there was an eighth person at that farmstead, quite close to Hollow, in the direction indicated, but there was not an eighth body there at the site, then perhaps the Ettons have made off with the child. Crispin's standing, mouth agape, looking up at Arhuan. But could you explain you mentioned Ettons? Yeah. And you said something else with a P? Uh, Peritons. Okay. You want to tell us about these? Give me nature checks. Uh, the Ettons will be a, I believe, a history check for a humanoid or for giants. And then the uh, Peritons will be, I want to say, nature. Nope. I only got an eight. Uh, 14 for history. 19 for nature. Wait, we can roll both? Yes, roll both. Oh, two checks. You're rolling on both of them to see if you know either of them. Yeah, only 10 on history. Okay. Neither of these creatures are local to Tythos. Jules, you have not been off-world much. And when you are on-world, you don't see a lot of wildlife because you've been in the city. Mostly Tythos, right. you're dealing with wyverns and zorns. Right. Not much else. Um, Earth elementals here and there causing some trouble. Crispin's been around the block, and he knows both of these creatures. Ettons. They're foul, two-headed giants that actually are seen as sort of cousins to orcs. They're seen as somewhat related. They're, That's scary. They're brutish creatures. Uh, you know the ones, at least here, generally tend to roam around in either small packs or on their own. They are two-headed, each head having distinct personality. And, and they're intelligent enough that they would know to take a hostage? They it's know that this boy weird. has a... Oh, that's, it's unusual? It's unusual. No, they are not intelligent enough okay. to take a hostage and know that someone's important. Right. The fact this boy was taken, it makes no sense. I was say, have you not seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just, I, I, my assumption was that, oh, it was set for eight, seven died. That means that Miskin just got I, away. That's what, that's what I am assuming. And Jules assumes the same thing. Jules, Jules knows... He didn't get taken. That's It's possible, yeah. It's possible. You could move back but, there and check it out. Well, you would know this. If they wanted food, they would have taken an adult, not a child. If they wanted ransom, well, they're stupid. That wouldn't happen. The only thing that plays at your mind a little bit is that one detail. Miskin's a half-orc. And uh, Ettons are related to orcs. They're seen as, yeah. they're often called the cousins of orcish kind. Okay. So maybe there's something, something there, but you don't, mm. you don't know. And and the other monster, uh, Peritons are uh, these great sort of. Uh, they actually are generally carnivorous, and they generally do go for uh, the taste of, of flesh. They are essentially these great sort of birds of prey. Uh, they have like the body and wings of like a, a hawk or a falcon, that sort of thing, with the head of a stag. Uh, a strange. You got how high did you get? Was that history or nature? That was uh, nature. Nature was 19. Okay. Uh, a really strange detail about them, this is really cool, is they say that when the light hits a periton and shines you know, past it, creating a shadow, the shadow it creates is of a human. Weird. Uh, there's like, it's, it's, it's sort of uh, postulated that the first peritons were humans that were transformed by like hideous curses or magical experiments, though that's still, they're very mysterious. Not a lot is known about them. They're actually like, relatively intelligent, more intelligent than in Etten. Sure. And they tend to just, again, live in the mountains, uh, moving around, scouting. You know that, I'll say, like, you have information to back up what Arhalan knows, that the Peritons of Sansatian 
tend to work with their more formidable cousins in the mountains. They work with the Ettons in order to like achieve mutual survival. Okay, interesting. Peritons scout, the Ettons attack. Because the Peritons, while strong, aren't nearly as... They're much more susceptible to danger than Ettons. Though they are, with a 19, generally resistant to non-magical damage, this sort of curse that plagues them. Ooh, let me write that down. Not super, like, well-built, but they resist a lot of things. That's what you know. Okay. Um, give us a hand here on the map real fast. Yes. Can you point out where the the farmhouse was? I'm going to mark it for oh, you. excellent. Actually, more like right here. Okay. These Ettons, do you know where to find them? I don't. Perhaps we can find tracks. Either the child's if he ran away, or the Ettons if he did not. But I... I had to flee for the time. If you have any means of tracking, anything you can do, it's not exactly my forte. I can investigate, interview, but once we're away from the humanoid element, my expertise is lost. What's going on in that big brain of yours, Jeremy? I will tell you it's a 10-mile, almost exact journey from Milpazul to this particular farmstead. And from there, who knows how far you have to go into the mountains to catch. Right. Or into the borderlands to catch Miskin if you went that way. Hmm, now I know exactly which way you went. No, you're wrong. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Will it be suicide to continue on as we are? I've got none of my magics left, and God, I could use a rest. To me, it sounds like that's where Miskin was. Can I roll some type of check to see if Jules would know whether he's close enough to him or not to know whether he would have stayed there or ran somewhere else? Hmm. Give me... Boy, that's tricky. Give me a history check? I don't know if that really works. That's more history of the world. Or would it be like insight into Miskin's... I like that. Insight. Insight into Miskin. Yeah. Do that. Okay. I'm going to use a button for advantage. Okay. Not the best use, but... I think he's let enough slip. Let I think he's let enough slip that I yeah. think he's with the Ettons. Yeah. Let me roll. Uh, it's only 13. The 13. You know this. There's been a time before uh, dealing with sort of some rival... Um, let's say back on Tythos. Every once in a while, they would put uh, a, a sort of poster out for you, and there would be like there some small-time bounty hunters that would move through trying to get to you. There was actually a time where Miskin was taken more to you know, as, as, as a lure for you. They wanted you to exchange yourself for him. But Miskin's clever. Even though he got got, he left a sign trail behind him. And you know, the, you know, what, you know what to look for. Mm-hmm. You know subtle signs yep. that might not be noticed cool. by other people that you'll instantly catch on to. Perfect, because I thought about that too, because Jules wants to go there first. Hell yeah. And yeah. to check signs if he's not there still. Yeah. Yeah. So if he was there... Likely there's already signs there yep. for you and cool. whatever direction you went in. Perfect. They'd be pointing the way. Perfect. Cool. See, button well spent. Great. Crispin has just put forth that he wants to rest for the night. Jules, what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, Jules knows we need to rest too. Okay. <laughs> he hasn't, he's had two fucking combats without rest. <laughs> so that's where I think this group is going to be left off as... Darkness falls. You guys start to prepare yourselves for sleep. Before we end this, I do need one last thing. One eatsy beatsy little thing from you, Jules. I need a constitution saving throw. Whoa. Oh, fuck. 
That's an 18. Wow, okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And negative two, that's still a 16. Because night has fallen. Oh. And your exhaustion has returned. And as it has returned, you suddenly feel out of nowhere (gasps) this energy being drawn from your body going so, so cold. Every hair on end, your skin going pallid. (gasps) Breathing becoming hard for a moment. Shoulders slumping, your body growing weak as if a claw is digging into your back spilling out all your life's energy. You can feel it. Feel two great open eyes. An owl's eyes staring at you from behind. But you grit your teeth thinking of Miskin. Of what must be done. And tonight, you pass your save on Sereno. Hell yeah. I was going to take a lot of exhaustion off that. Oh shit. Instead, I'm only taking one stack. So you only get one more level. You're at level three exhaustion tonight. Okay. But you greet yourself and you are okay. Sweet. And with that, the owl's eyes on your back, the threat of ettins and flying creatures in the mountains ahead of you, and a long journey with a half-dragon that truly wants to see you dead. We'll leave this group for the night. And we'll call it there.